0: What up, Jay? Yo, what's up, Eric? How you doing?
1: Never better, Jay. We live in a wonderful time. No longer do you have to go to radio stations and do these things.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're not lying, buddy. This is good stuff.
1: Uh, you're not even in Michigan yet, are you?
0: No, I leave uh, tomorrow. I'll get in tomorrow night.
1: It, the weather's horrible. I'm not kidding you. It's okay. You. It's so bad.
0: Ch- it's okay. I have a ticket home.
1: <laughs> how's, your, uh, how's your health?
0: My health, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic, buddy! <laughs> Just swam thirty laps.
1: <laughs> you look, you look like, uh, like you're getting ready to enter a bodybuilding competition. You look very strong and robust. What, what, what are you doing? What's happening?
0: Well, I gained fifty pounds in rehab for starters. That's that's mostly uh, what you see is my weight gain. <laughs> and then uh so you know spiritual first then the mental then the physical so now i'm finally getting around to exercise and so i've been swimming laps
1: i'm happy to hear that that makes me happy i'm glad you're doing well thanks um, buddy you know one of the um uh, one of my favorite things that i've ever experienced in uh in, in making me laugh is when you're on when you're on uh, jim rome's show for the smack off and i uh I tell you what, uh, is that, is that still a thing? Or is there, would you, are you ever going to emerge on that, uh, doing that again? Do you think?
0: Probably not. It was really fun. It was just, I can't, I don't have the luxury of being negative like that, okay. like really just taking guys out. Cause I don't really know. And plus it's an unfair disadvantage. Like, everybody else in the smack off knows me and knows details about me. And they're just anonymous radio, hosts, radio callers.
1: Right. Right. One of the things um, that I, I, I picked up on that was um, it seemed like there is a lot of preparation for anyone, not just you who would actually uh, do those moments on the smack off show. And for those who don't know, you just call and you just talk shit about somebody or a sports figure and whoever does the best wins the prize, I guess. Right.
0: Yeah. I kept finishing eighth. <laughs> I don't want to say I have uh, an entitlement issue, but I thought I should have finished like top two a couple times. It's right. a little embarrassing when you know the host and you finish eighth. Maybe the fix is in. Um, it's uh, it's
1: it's 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 a magical thing that he does. I I'll, I'll have to say this when it comes to Jim, what he's managed to do on that show is um, you don't have to know anything about sports because I don't know shit about sports, but I'm one of these guys that listen to him like, oh, fuck. Yes, this is great because of his approach on those things. I always liked it. And, uh,
0: I, I liked... I still... I'm sorry, go ahead. I still love his show. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, it really makes me laugh every time I listen to it.
1: It's incredibly consistent. You know what you're going to get and, and that's, uh, and that's good. Uh, so yeah, you know, I mean, and you of course do in radio, Uh, I I admire you because of you got comedy, you've got acting, um, uh, radio, podcasting, all of these things happening to you or have happened to you at one. Uh, But your your number one love is comedy. Isn't that right?
0: Yeah. You know, I, I really found. March 11th last year was my intervention. I was addicted to Adderall really bad for about five, six years. I mean, it was it was bad. And stand up comedy was gone. I was out of the business. My agents, I was that guy. Like, I was that cautionary tale. Like, don't hire that guy. You'll get burned. He's, you know, audiences were filling out comment cards saying I was a mess. I was a bum. They wanted their money back. And that, that terrified me because I don't know how to do anything else. I'm a comic. Like, I've, I, learned, I learned this past year how much I love stand-up comedy. And it's a great life. I go out every other week. I have 20 days off a month. And then when I'm quote unquote working, I get to sleep until one.
1: Right. Right. And I, I was reading in an article, you had done a show recently to uh, great reviews in, in Spokane and, and the folks at the newspaper, there or web, web publication interviewed you and, and you spoke to this and um, you know, because the lifestyle when you're on the road, this could creep up on you if you're not careful again, what do you, I know this isn't the funniest topic in the world, but what the hell do you do when you're on the road?
0: I, I bring my sponsor with me. I, oh. I fly my sponsor out. I pay him as a sober companion and, uh, you know, play chess, work out, and sleep. I sleep a lot. I sleep a lot on the road. I got a 10-year-old son as a roommate, and he gets up at like 530 because apparently he's a longshore fisherman. I don't know what it is, but boys, they, they like sleep scares them to death. Like they think <laughs> the fucking world is going to evaporate if they're unconscious. It's amazing. Well, no, basically all I want to do is I'd rather sleep than have sex. Like period.
1: No, uh, I, we're, we're very similar. You're only a year, uh, or a, a month younger than me. I'm also a drunk. Um, I quit drinking in 20 in, uh, 1996. It's been a long time. And, um, uh, it, thank you. It's so much easier this way. You know, it's just just one less thing to worry about. Um, And, and yeah, just... the,
0: bandwidth, the bandwidth I've gotten back, not obsessing over pills or booze or, you know, any. Pl- I was a pleasure seeking missile, you know, and the bandwidth I got back. My comedy has. Exploded. Like I've never been funnier. I've never written more material. I've never been more present on stage. I've never been more comfortable on stage. I've never drawn better crowds. It's like, it's a funny thing. It's the more I work a 12 step program, the more the people around me acted the way I always wanted them to act. Like there's a weird change in me that changes the, the molecules of other people around me.
1: MIDI clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Um, do you were you at any one point concerned that if you stopped um, using, uh, that it would affect how funny you were?
0: No. I knew, I just, because I've had, I've quit on my own for bits of time. You, gotta, you have to understand, like, I quit drinking booze in 1998. I got sober last year. So that's 23 years of being full of shit. That's 23, 23 years of doing it my way, being entitled, like, thinking I could figure it out on my own and switching addictions From Booze to NyQuil to Vicodin to Reefer and Adderall to Adderall. And then Adderall was just the last spoke in the wheel where I hit my bottom. And my bottom was losing comedy. But no, I never worried about it. You know, when I worried about it was when I got out of rehab. I'd been in for two months. So no stand-up comedy thoughts at all for two months. And it's like that raging fire went down to a little pilot light. You want to talk about imposter syndrome. I was just walking on stage like, wait, what do I do? What do I say? It was just, it was like putting on a bear costume or something. It was so foreign. It's like dressing up like a, a bear. Now
1: that's uh, that is very risky business. Um, an in intervention because it, they, they don't always work and it's, it, they're not received well. Yeah. Um, that is, so whoever put that on, um, that, that takes a lot of, a lot of guts because it could go poorly and you thank God responded. Um, was it right at that moment that you were like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm putting an end to this. Or did it take a little time after you got into rehab?
0: Good questions. Uh, plural, good questions. I, uh, I kept so many secrets, Eric, that I kept the fact that I wanted to get off drugs a secret too. So I was relieved that I was at an intervention. I was, I was mortified. I was really embarrassed, humiliated. And I was shocked because I didn't know that many people loved me to pull off an intervention. Like, I watched the show all the time. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I really, like, the more drugs I used, the more isolated I became. And the more I convinced the story I told myself was I was God's lonely man. I'm an artist. I'm just... I'm just walking this life like a like a Springsteen character, like there's a darkness on the edge of town. Everything's just out of reach. So then just to be face to face with 15 people like crying in a room begging me to get help. I blurted out about 10 minutes into my intervention. I just blurted out. I said, just so you guys know I'm going. But I also did that in my best interest because I knew if they read their bottom line letters, I knew I'd die a junkie. I, I knew that if, if they read their consequence letters, if you don't get help, this is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna move away. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna lock the doors. I, right. I knew I would use I because I, I use at them. So that was that was some providence, some divine intervention there. And I, you know, somebody at my intervention said, "You said you've never given hundred percent at anything. Let it be this." And I went, "She's right. i you know, comedy acting, girls, athletics, everything's kind of come easy to me. I've, I've kind of." Yeah. Given eighty eight percent at my most at everything, so I went. All right, if I'm going to be sober, I'm going to out sober all you motherfuckers. I'm going to be the soberest guy. And so, you know, I celebrated a year last Saturday, and my life has never been better. It's like getting a cheat code to a video game, but it's not a video game; it's your life.
1: Yeah, it's a fucking miracle, man. It's it it, it, it Hearing you describe, you know the miracle of a 12 step program and that transformation, it actually excites me. It makes the hairs stand up. It's like, I want to run through a wall. It's like, Oh yeah, this guy is doing it right now. And and you, as you continue to work your way through the program, you'll, you'll get to a a terrific spot where you're the one reaching out to people and, and helping them because being relatively new to the program.
0: I got, I got, yeah, you know, it's, I think it's sober to sit on the bench, man. Yeah. yeah. And people say like, Oh, pink cloud, you better have a pink parachute. But I got a great sponsor who's been sober 15 years. And he goes, it hasn't ended for me. And then I did the steps the second time with a second guy. And he said, never ended for me. Tell everybody to kiss your ass when they tell you are on a pink cloud. It's you get out of it. What you put into it. The steps don't work for anybody. We work for them.
1: That's fantastic. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that Jay. Um, you know, as uh, for people who are watching this or struggling, you know, there is, there is an alternative. So um, by all means reach out. I'd love to talk to anybody who, um, who is,
0: yeah, reach out, reach out to me. Like all you have to lose is your addiction. If it doesn't work, you can always go back to the. Right. No one comes into, no one comes into a program on a winning streak. If it doesn't work out, you can go back to the shitty life you've been living. You got nothing to lose. Give it a year. (laughs)
1: Um. So I, now, when you're and you called your latest special Altamont, and you you did that because you were such a disaster on the stage, like the historic concert for the Rolling Stones.
0: Right. Yeah. It worked out well, though. Nobody got murdered. Right. But I, <laughs> I was like the audience at Altamont on the inside. You know, it's it, it's kind of fascinating to watch me in the grips of my addiction deliver a good special. Like it, it really is pretty fascinating to know that that's the muscle memory and the recall. And, you know, when I, even, even in my addiction, I could deliver and it gives me great hope and great, not even hope. It gives me great confidence and knowledge knowing that sober, the, like there's no limit to this. It's great.
1: So did you have to, so you're watching this, taking your, uh, working your way through sobriety and you're like well i don't want to have to publish this but it's pretty fucking good despite the fact that i'm drunk or, or high at that point
0: no i wanted it to come out definitely no matter what because i i stand by it it's great i think it's great stuff. Yeah, and it is and it's directed by paul Toogood, who did uh he did the art of rap documentary so like it's it's in a club You know, it's, you know, people do specials in this giant theater. They put on a suit. That's not how I go to work. I go to work in a flannel shirt, jeans and boots, and I'm ready to, you know, I want to kick the shit out of it. So I I thought it was pretty neat. Like, I didn't think I was a mess when I was filming it. No, of course not. But after the fact it was, yeah, let's, let's get this out. Plus you also want to get this stand up catalog. You know, you want to move on and get some new stuff rolling. Cause I got all this new stuff about my intervention, about what a mess I was about going to rehab. Okay.
1: Well, um, That's to me, that's always the best. When someone can take something as serious like that and put it on its ear. And then the audience is just dying for more. And you're going to be speaking to some of these people. You always know someone in the audience who might have a problem because they're sitting there listening to you and they almost look pissed off when you're, when you're making sense about whatever it is you're talking about.
0: (laughs) You and you and you. If you're not an alcoholic, please come to the show and drink. your gills get full it doesn't affect me whatsoever (laughs) because like i said i haven't drank since 98 it's not an issue for me yeah just look i I just like to get out there and just do it i just love doing stand-up comedy i and you know what straight up i'm the best like you come see my show tell me a better show you've seen i'll give you your money back how's that
1: That's great. I love that. Well, uh, Jay, you have, uh, two shows Friday, Grand Rapids, two shows Saturday, both at Creston brewery, uh, Grand Rapids comedy club. That's exciting. I'm happy for you. I'm glad you're, uh, you're doing fantastic and, uh, hell man, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, knock them dead.
0: Let's do it, buddy. Stay in touch.
1: I love you, pal. All right, Jay, God bless. See ya. Bye-bye.